like the Rush Hour Renegades. We're coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I have with me... Full House References, and Joe. <laughs> and... Anthony. Alright, I'm Andre. Theo's taking the day off, because he's a jerk. Chris is taking the month off, because he's a jerk. Anthony took the year off last year. It's like half a year. He said, "He said I'm done." And then he came back. Is that not what wrestlers do? They retire and come back. That's what. Since Brett Favre did that, doesn't that be wrestlers? I was referring to wrestlers, though. Oh, you should have referred to Jordan. That would have been better. <laughs> Jordan only did it once. Did it twice. Three times a lady. Yeah. High intensity. We're doing this. Lots of energy! Loud! I can't, I can't, I'm sorry, I tried, it's, I don't have it in me tonight. I apologize for the viewers whose eardrums were just busted from loud. Uh, so Joe. That's one warning. What are you playing this week? Uh, what am I playing this week? I think my PC was wondering the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't play anything this week, really. Huh? <laughs> I just really didn't. Um, it started work. I started working again. How's that going? Yeah, it was so far three days of bullshit. Sounds like work. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really have it in me to invest myself into anything, only to like have to start waking up in the morning again. Oh well. So <laughs> sorry guys. I got really I got really nothing to talk about this week. It was so just dead and empty. I was just watching stuff. What would I do? What, what did you watch? I watch. Um, started watching Dad of Light. <laughs> so it's not Daddy in, in, anymore. It it was localized as Dad of Light. Okay. It's kind of disappointed at that. Oh, I know. I think I think that takes away some of the charm it could have had, but it's it's charming nonetheless. You know, as it's about a boy and his dad who bond through Final Fantasy. Even though it's clearly Final Fantasy 3 that they're playing. <laughs> like, oh, look, Dad, it's Final Fantasy. Like, no, it's Final Fantasy 3, guys. Why don't you call it what it is? <laughs> it takes place in Japan, so. Um, and the, him and his father have, like, a strange relationship. They don't talk anymore. So his son tries, tries to get him to play Final Fantasy 14 after his abrupt retirement. And he wants to bond with him in the game, in secret. In secret. And then reveal after they've bonded in the game that it's your son the whole time. Whoa, oh, what a plot. It's, and it's, it's very charming, very humorous. Very Japanese. It's, you know what? It's, the humor translates well. It doesn't, uh, you, don't, you don't need to speak Japanese in order to understand that, that, uh, this is, that this is funny. Like, he wants to call himself Inoue. He's like, I want to be called Inoue. And then the son is like, well, why don't you name yourself after like a, like a movie star or something, you know, something something grand, something big. And then like pauses for a second and then cuts it cuts to the in game and his name is Indy Jones. <laughs> Indy Jones. <laughs> so there's several like laugh out loud moments like that that are that are that just translate very well to like uh I'd say a Western audience. It's charming, it's cute, I'm three episodes in, and, uh, yeah. Alright, yeah. you like it better than The Defenders? 
Defenders had issues. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a replacement for Defenders. I'm just wondering. I mean, we did a spoiler cast on it. We so did. I was just wondering if you liked it better, more than than what was there or not. Well, I haven't finished the series yet. Okay. But I think I have fewer issues with this than I did with Defenders. Because I expected Defenders to have higher standards than than what it presented. Okay. Yeah. If you want a detailed uh, listen on to my opinion on Defenders, you can go listen to the spoiler cast episode 5. Episode 5, not 6. You idiot. I'm talking to myself. I'm the idiot calling it episode 6. Oh, you called the episode 6 on the... You, oh, you didn't listen to it, it, did you? Yeah, because, you know, it's a spoiler cast and I wasn't there. There's a, a slight chance that at some point in time I might actually watch it. He's not going to watch it. It's pretty He's not slight. Gonna watch it. It's like 0.1%. I watch it. Percent. Where were you on the spoiler cast? Um... College stuff with my sister. Excuses. Yeah. So at the forty two oh five cast, we're a uh, we're an audio show about gamers who have jobs. <laughs> Apparently. So, <laughs> so you're gonna hear this from time to time. Like I'm not playing anything. Yeah. Like, They've I'm heard it from me for the past month. Because I was too busy. I started being busy again. Oh, happy weird. when you become an adult. Yeah, well. You had a summer. I did. Uh, some of us don't get the summer. That's true. <laughs> so. I know. I, I know I shouldn't. I, I don't have a right to complain. I'm, I'm already feeling it. Three days! <laughs> Three days! Three days in. Only one with the kids, no less. Wow. Yeah. Watch when uh, next week comes around. <laughs> well, I know it's gonna be torture. You'll 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 get that energy once you're around them. Yeah, I don't, certainly don't have it tonight. Bring the noise, ladies and gentlemen. All right, yeah. Anthony. Sure. <laughs> you played something, right? Don't make me be the only person who played something at this table. So I, I this is what I was worried about, but so I had to tell the truth. I've <laughs> played things and I've watched things, just like Mr. Joel over there. Um, Mr. Joe triggers me. <laughs> it's Mr. Toe. So, um, have you guys remember last time was I was playing this Naruto Naruto cell phone game? Oh boy! No, great, just... great fun. So um, <laughs> well, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel this no, week. I'm, well, no, I'm well, not done. I'm well, not done. Well designed gaming content. So I was playing this game, and I'm a big Naruto. Are fan. you playing it right now? No, actually, my phone is on. I guess you would call this what um, sleep. Okay, just make it short. <laughs> so, um, if it made me nostalgic of playing Naruto games, the Ultimate Ninja Storm game. So what I did was I picked up um, the last Ultimate Ninja Storm that was out. You know, it was it's not much of a game. It's, you pretty much gives you a little bit of the story and you do the fights that um uh, that sync with the story, and that's pretty much it. Nothing like there's no really in depth about it, like how you would have um. Trials stuff like that with Street Fighter, so not a type of fighting game. But you know, if you're into the anime of certain um, shows, you'll like you'll like it. It's in the Smash Brothers style. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of like how um the Dragon Ball Z games are. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's more accurate. Yeah, where it's like not intended to be a deep fighter. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's really more like so oh, it's you, something you play with your friends. Yeah. You have the characters, you do your specials, your summons, your ninjutsu, stuff like that, just to yeah. have the 
big like lights flashing and everything. So you were just sitting there summoning frogs the entire time? Well, no, I don't use Naruto, so no, we're it, not summoning frogs. It's, <laughs> it's the anime fighter equivalent of fast food. So no Hellfrog mediums from you? No. no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Hellfrog medium to you too. That'd be that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> um, I took a slight little break from Final Fantasy. I was kind of getting um slightly bored of it. So you guys notice I haven't been online like in about two weeks playing Final Fantasy with you guys. But I'll I'll go back to it. Hopefully, patch is coming. Yeah. yeah. Probably after the patch comes up, or probably probably sooner. Who knows? You wouldn't be bored if you did stuff with us. I mean, if it wouldn't be bored if those people do stuff with. It. You know, besides, my work schedule conflicts with playing with you guys, so by the time everybody's online, it's time for me to go to bed for work the next morning. Well, now so. my work schedule conflicts with playing. Yeah, see? <laughs> Welcome to my world. Oh, this is adulthood. <laughs> Gaming in your 30s. We grew up with Bill Clinton, and we don't have any more games to play. <laughs> okay. Um, other than that, I've been watching a lot of Netflix Um. A lot of anime. Catch, catch up on my anime shows. Yeah, like I, I, I'm with you on that, man. I feel so passive yeah, I mean, this past week. Well, you know what? It's usually like that towards the end of the summer. And then, you know, fall comes around and they put some smiles on us. Some of our faces. So we'll see what happens no, in the next couple of months. That's where my smile gets wiped away. <laughs> you can <laughs> see. Speak, I'm, start, I'm starting to feel it, man. Speak for yourself. You remember sir. them doldrums I fell into last year? I, I think that... They coming. We have... We've had a significantly better gaming year period so far. Yes, we have. And I think that this fall is pretty good, at least in comparison to last fall. So, well, for me, you'll probably no, find something. You know what? You should just buy a Switch. You think so? I don't know what I'd play on it. You can just carry Binding of Isaac with you to school. This is true. This is true. And play it, and play it during my 10-15 lunch. <laughs> Listen... I get my break sometimes five in the morning. Well, what time do you start work? Four in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Right>. So <laughs> take that. <laughs> I can't even buy food in the morning yeah. time for my yes. break. I know, I know the feeling because now my lunch break is at ten fifteen. Uh, the whole year. It's an adjustment this, period. This is how it's gonna be until next June. Hey, you know what? You make something overnight. Take it with you or whatever. And it's cold in the morning. No you thanks. A, you got microwaves. Ugh. You got <laughs> Chef Mike. Chef Mike will fix it up for you immediately. Oh, microwaves, really? Ugh. It's better than airport microwaves. I guess that would have to be the case. This is a podcast about video games. I'm surprised it's not like a microwave simulator yet. <laughs> I'm sure there is on Steam somewhere. Somewhere on Steam, someone has made the video game equivalent of a shit post. Uh, um, where you put something in a microwave, press a few buttons, and it explodes or something. Be like certain simulator where you like put various materials in the microwave. Somebody make this. I mean, we can do that. You know, make some make extra, this. Make some extra money. Somebody, I'm just saying. Somebody make tinfoil in microwave simulator. That would be. I might pay like five cents for that game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Other than that, um, that's all I've been playing. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, Mr. Anderson, yes, right, you better be playing something. Not really, no. Huh? Not really, yeah. I, I guess you're moving on to the next segment. This then. week in video games <laughs> is <laughs> we got. All right, I, I put a little bit more time into Mario and Rabbids, but uh, I didn't really get 
excessively far, cleared out the first world, uh, you could say. So for somebody that never played, doesn't have never played a game, never played XCOM, how would you explain it? Uh, you said you played Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes, I did. It's Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay, <laughs> it's Final cool. Fantasy Tactics. I mean that. Obviously, there's some uh, layers of complexity between the two games, but if you were just uh, trying to understand the genre and what you're trying to do, uh, pretty similar to just compare it to that. Okay. The the best comparison is, as you just mentioned, XCOM, because that is pretty much the system that it's lifting. And XCOM is, generally speaking, a brutally punishing strategy game. Uh this game is only slightly punishing. It's not that brutal. You can hit your enemies. There's a slight problem in XCOM. Yeah, I think, you can't really hit your enemies. I think actually landing attacks is part of what makes video games fun. Yes. You know? I, I kind of agree with that, which is why I generally play XCOM until I miss something twice, and then I say, I'm not playing this game anymore. <laughs> This doesn't feel good. <laughs> it's not fun when like, you, you miss. Very arbitrary percentages built in. Like, you shouldn't miss. I mean, I get to where they were going for. I still hate it. Uh, so I finished off the first world. I fought the first boss, which is a... Spoilers. Spoilers. Gigantic, rabid version of Donkey Kong. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> Who constantly knocks you away from him so that you can't actually get close enough to attack. That must be really far since the attacks in this game are ranged. And uh, yes, it was a, it's an entire arena AoE knockback. Okay. That you can only avoid by standing behind the solid full cover. That makes sense. But there's only two of them near the boss. Ah. And you have three more party members. So I was having a lot of fun trying to maneuver my third party member to get into position to press the switch that allows you to damage him. Oh, is that which is that why the third party member is important? Yes. Okay. Because if it was the case, you know, you could just stand behind the full cover and just pelt him to death, but right. every time you hit him, he heals to full. Until what? you press the switch. We eat banana. Spoilers. Yes. I was about to say, what kind of fake Donkey Kong is that? Does he eat a banana? <laughs> well, I mean, he's a rabid, so... That means he could eat, like, boxer shorts. I thought you were say carrots, but okay. It's rabbits. They don't do anything that makes sense. Uh, it makes sense. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I don't think rabbits eating carrots makes sense. But they do, though. They could eat carrots. Bugs Bunny eats carrots. That's right. He's perpetuating a stereotype. Okay. <laughs> they also could eat cabbage and other vegetables. I usually, I usually do eat that more. Maybe Bugs Bunny should be eating a head of cabbage. I don't think that it would be as visually appealing. No, but it would be more accurate. Okay. 4205 accurate cast. Accurate Looney Tunes. <laughs> Scientifically correct Looney Tunes. Uh, really short Roadrunner Coyote cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also playing Final Fantasy. 
Which one? Which one? Final Fantasy. One. Oh. oh okay. Original. Not, are you sure it's not Final not, Fantasy 3? I'm absolutely sure it's not okay. Final Fantasy 3. Alright, because they seem confused <laughs> on the show. The, uh... So, like I said last week, I got a DS Lite. Yeah. And I was mocked for having not played it yet. So, you know, I actually did play it. So, Final Fantasy 1 is a... Already uh, differentiating yourself from Theo. <laughs> it's a... I, I really enjoy Final Fantasy 1, especially the GBA version of it, because it's a very brief... Uh, a very brief RPG and you could play it and get toward the end in about eight hours if you know what you're doing yeah and even faster if you're willing to push so I hopped on and I was playing it and finished it off over the weekend so it was it's fun uh, basically the reason I got the GBA was so I could play well the, I'm sorry the DS Lite was so I could play my GBA Final Fantasy games on the train right is it what, Final Fantasy 4 was on that too, or is that a DS game? 4, 5, and 6. six. Yeah. Although 4 is kind of a busted uh, port. It doesn't really work that well. Okay. But it's playable. Oh, they got the, uh, this is the remake anyway. It's the, it has all the bonus dungeons and stuff that they put in the PSP version, which I also have. So if I were going to play Final Fantasy 4, I would just carry the my PS Vita. Okay. But 5 and 6... Uh, that I have on my Vita are the PlayStation versions, and oh, yeah, five PlayStation version five. Neither of them are acceptable. Insufferable. What's wrong with the six version? Uh, six second load times to get into any menu. Wait, the load time is oh, it's PSP. Right. It, it's a PlayStation One game. Yeah. So. Yeah. The load times are still there, even though you're playing on a hard, on a stronger system. Yeah, that's insufferable. So it's just. Hard to deal with. By the way, I, I also have a pretty advanced file on that anyway because right. it's Final Fantasy VI. So I'm just I'm going to play it regardless. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's pretty much what I've got this week. At, at least I have a somewhat new game. I'm going to try to put some time in. I actually was playing it undocked. I took it into my room. Yeah, on the I figured that's the only way you'd ever use your Switch undocked. I mean, Before I saw you with it at my home. It's like, see? Yeah. That never happened. Witnesses! Unverified, you know. There you go. Unverified report. Never happened. Like four of us saw you. Stop playing. That doesn't mean anything. Including cats. Hearsay. Hearsay. It's hearsay. Cats don't lie. Cats don't talk. That's, that's what you think. They don't tell the truth either. That's what you think. That is what I think. You know some wrong cats, man. How can, the, how can cats be wrong... Cats don't lie, Anthony. I said you got him. I said you know some got cats. Got him. You're, you're not a cat. Got him. Forty-two-five accurate cast. <laughs> High energy. So uh, intensity. I actually, played it undocked in my room, and my eyes got really effing tired from it. Yeah, that would happen. Which the first time that I've ever felt eye fatigue from playing a video game. Really? Yes. All these years you've been playing video games? Yeah, never felt eye fatigue from playing video games. Uh, We're all fatigued today. You haven't played Pokemon laying down, have you? (laughs) That's pretty much the only way i played Pokemon. Put me to sleep. Hatching eggs? (laughs) Being tired is a different thing from having eye fatigue. Like, my eyes were not feeling good after playing. And I had, like, this weird ghosting. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, I'm going to stop playing right now. 
turned on the I turned on the brightness and I kept going and I was like, nope, it's not gonna work. I'm just gonna stop. Good on you. And then I'm stopping. Then the next day I docked it and continued playing on the screen and, and had no problems. So I don't know if I could actually do the switch. Never again will he do this. So I gave it the old college try, and I also gave it the old college fail. <laughs> you know, some colleges great on pass fail. Not on a scale. Those are some good classes, the pass-fail classes. Yeah. The class where you just only have to show up and do the absolute minimum. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta appreciate the uh like gumption of the overachievers in those classes. <laughs> it's, it's like, bro, calm down. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> just answer seven out of ten questions right. You'll you'll be fine. Yep. Uh, let's go and uh, hit the break, and we'll be back. All right, so last week we started off with uh, the news about Hurricane Harvey uh, hitting Texas. And the, the guys at GDQ decided, you know, we're going to throw together a little marathon charity stream. And within two hours, they surpassed the amount that they uh, earned for the Japanese earthquake relief stream that they did a couple years ago. It only took them two hours to surpass that amount. It was like twenty, twenty-two thousand dollars. Twenty-two thousand dollars they raised for Japan. They raised for Japan. Well, the GDQ is also a lot bigger these days. Much bigger. So they probably had something to do with it. And they got ten times that amount. Two hundred twenty-seven thousand. In... <laughs> in this. Over the course uh, of our weekend. These three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I wish I could pull those numbers. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. <laughs> I kid, but you know, it's for it's for an important cause right now because <laughs> emergency services are running low on money. Well, there's <laughs> might be running a little bit lower too. Yep. So mm-hmm. more non gaming news for you guys, but I'm sure everybody knows about the the parade of hurricanes traveling from through from the Atlantic east to west through the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, so Irma is basically a once in a millennium. Yeah. <laughs> category six hurricane that that classification doesn't even exist. No, and all the trajectories I see for uh, Hurricane Irma have it just plowing through Cuba, and then it's like. Ooh, look, Florida. And it, like, turns, makes a detour, like, goes right up, gives it the middle finger. Ugh. It's like a 90-degree turn. Like, I didn't know hurricanes could do that. Once they <laughs> hit the coastline, they just start moving north. Mm. So, unfortunately, uh, the GDQ guys might be a little bit busy again with this one. So, you know, hopefully it doesn't wreak too much havoc, but, I mean, that's already passed, because... Yeah, havoc is being wreaked. Uh, Bermuda was pretty much destroyed. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what... I heard something with the tune of 90%. It's not good. It's, and, you know, it's not. And this is... Fingers crossed for those people. But, so... Uh, congratulations to, again to GDQ for raising that as quickly as they did. And... Let's hope that, you know, they have the spirit to do it again and we can get some more because I can't think of a time when there's been hurricanes back to back to back I think to might, back yeah. where 
they all look like they're major threats and they're just going to pound the same areas. Harvey, H, then I, Harvey and I, Irma, then Jose, Jose. and behind Jose is Katya, I believe. So four consecutive named lettered storms are classified as hurricanes. Same direction. Same direction. Same amount of force at the moment. I don't know about the same amount of force. Well, the Jose, Jose is, I think it's category three or four right now. Okay. And yeah, that Irma was three or four. And then Irma's now a five, six. Five, six. They're not even saying six in relation to hurricanes. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, so by the time this episode is released, uh, I think Irma will have come and gone. So I hope that upon the release of this episode that everybody is okay, that area is okay, as okay as it can be after a storm like this. And I think if uh, GDQ wants to do something, they'll have to collaborate and make a more concerted, concerted charity effort <laughs> to try to get more money if they really want to do something for relief because Florida's about to be hit hard. Texas is, I doubt, doing well after Harvey. Nope. Things look bad. Yeah. So that's a, that's a bit of the dark news. But right. Now for some good news. Final Fantasy turning 20 is not good news. That just means we're old. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys are old. How old were you when Final Fantasy VII came out? I don't know. Yes, you do. It was 20 years ago. Oh, it was? Uh, six, year, <laughs> six years old. <laughs> six years old. Oh, you were six years old. All right. I guess you were better at basic math back then, too. <laughs> uh, it, it feels like every year is something turning 20 at this point or 25 or 30. Like every month since we started recording. It's... Damn, we're old. Huh? <laughs> we are aging. We are a podcast about old video games. Oh, right. We we mentioned that at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> old guys play video games. Maybe. Sometimes. Gaming in the Middle Ages. But not the Middle Ages with, like, nice There, there was no, like, electricity back then. No. I'm, I'm talking about when you're middle-aged. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII. 20 years old. Uh, this is the start of your midlife crisis. They... <laughs> This is what starts it. That information right there. They uh, <laughs> It doesn't look like they're going to get this Final Fantasy VII remake out in time for it. That would have been nice, don't you think? Well, maybe <laughs> if they planned it a little better. Maybe if they didn't give it to Tetsuya. They might have been able to do it, but... Well... So much for that. Well, what, what happened with the last big release in episodic content? Fan fiction! Fan <laughs> fiction! Uh, Final Fantasy VII fan fiction is a dark, dark place. I was talking about Half Life. Yes, I, I, we're, I'm aware. But yeah, you're right too. <laughs> I think you can say that about any fan fiction. Really, you're right. You are right about that. Don't look up Sonic fan fiction. Please don't. Do not. <laughs> Absolutely do not. I know you're doing it now. Please stop. I'm begging you. No, turn back. I warned you. Okay, you done reading it now? Are you happy about yourself? Are you happy? They're not happy. They're not. They're certainly not happy. I tried to warn them. They're not happy. But you, but you looked anyway. When was the last time Sonic made anybody happy? Sonic, Sonic Mania. Mania. Okay, that's very recent. <laughs> recent. Before that. Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles? Colors? 
Yeah, Sonic Colors did it. Sonic right. Boom is. Uh, I heard that wasn't too bad. I, I heard it was. I heard it was amusing for all the wrong reasons. But <laughs> apparently, the cartoon is. Well, it's not really a cartoon, but the show is doing very well. Okay. It's pretty popular. Anyway. Yeah. Not Sonic. Final Fantasy Seven. Joe, I know you don't like Final Fantasy Seven. I do not. Uh, I, care, I care not for it. I've come around a lot more in these days, mostly based off of the fact that I actually do enjoy the gameplay of it, uh, even if the story is a glob of trans badly translated mess. And Anthony has never played it. No, nope. Not. So it would have been nice to have Chris to talk about it because Chris is a legitimate fan of Seven, but he's not here. So. Oh well. Yep. Toss that conversation out the window. Instead, instead, it will just say, "Final Fantasy VII has been made better by the existence of 8. <laughs> you think um, China Cabinet has played it? I'm sure China, China Cabinet has seen much of Final Fantasy VII. I don't think it's seen any of it. No, that's right. You were you were in a different place playing Final Fantasy VII, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Much much different place. A darker time. Yeah. In my life, by darker he means there was less, there were fewer lights. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Literal fewer lights. Yes. In fact, there were so few lights. I actually got him light, lights for Christmas one year. Yeah. Are you living in a cave? What's going on? It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty I, dark. I, yeah, I lived in a man cave. <laughs> I hear that. I mean, you know, I was I was an edgy teenager. I was an, I was an attic. You know, there was no lights. These things happen. You were an attic or you were in an attic? There was a hawk. Kakaka? There was a hawk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, uh, I think we should touch on some some piece of, a nice piece of recurring news. Oh, this could only be one thing. That's right. We have more things to report on. With the ongoing, never-ending saga of Ubisoft and Vivendi. The never-ending story. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I never Ubisoft, promised I wouldn't sing again, by the way. You did never promise that. <laughs> the Ubisoft founders, tired of hearing this bullshit about Vivendi trying to take over their company. They ain't having none of it. Buy 2 million shares of stock to counter Vivendi's... 2 million shares? That's a lot! Slow creep. That's a lot of shares! That must be like over half the company. 1.75%. Damn! (laughs) Uh, So, obviously it's not... That much, no, but it's it's you know it's significant in the in the fact that that's another hurdle that they have to find right. a way to climb over. Mm-hmm. In the in the in the world of uh, ownership, that one percent can make all the difference. Yep. And it, who knows? Maybe it's the tipping point of man. How much more can we do to? Yeah, it could be that one in fifty-one. <laughs> take this over. Who knows? Or maybe next uh, in the next month we'll see. Vivendi buys 2.7 million shares of stock. Well, I'm sure we'll get to some other Vivendi Ubisoft news next month. I mean, there's new news every month about this, about it never happening. 
if you guys haven't noticed, most of the news that we needed to talk about happened last week. <laughs> Not a lot of news this week. So, how about this? We just run to a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about some upcoming fall releases and what we're excited about. All right, so we promised it last week. We're going to deliver for like the first time ever. We're going to deliver on a promise of something we said we were going to do. I you release said, an episode. I thought you said we were going to deliver pizza. Why are you always hungry? I don't know. Ask me these hard don't, questions. Doesn't anybody feed you? I always get fed. Keep coming over here and taking my damn food. Listen, don't complain. Don't make food. Fall 2017 video games. Looks like a pretty good time period. One of my favorite time periods of the gaming year. So now that we've made it through the summer of relative nothingness. Well, there was stuff this summer. One of the Surprisingly. Yeah, a surprising amount of good stuff, too. Well... This is summer for me is usually when PC ports of things get put on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, you get to have two falls. Yep. <laughs> two falls. How many times does he get up? I get I get knocked down, then I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. Wow. There's, there's a song on that. That's we've reached a new low. <laughs> <laughs> Chumbawamba references. <laughs> On the 4205 high energy voltage. Reached a new low. Uh, So, what's coming out in the fall that you're looking forward to? Or even just say from now? I want to know where this Wizard of Legend game is that I mentioned all the way back. (laughs) And once upon a time? Our our January 2017 episode. It's one of my more anticipated games of 2017. And. uh, (laughs) And Keep anticipating Keep it. Keep anticipating it, even though the developers say, hey, we'll have some news for you last week. It's not there, is not. it? Last week hasn't come yet, that's why. <laughs> last week, in fact, <laughs> will never come. <laughs> Anthony. Ah. Uh, and if you had asked me this question a month ago, I may have said Shadow of War. But, <laughs> but every time... I hear news about this game. It just gets less and less appealing. With all its, like, insane DLC and loot crate nonsense. And Did you hear the story about the um, the tribute they put into the game for the uh, for one of their the yeah. producers? Yeah. They, um, they did something really cool. They modeled an in-game character who comes to your rescue once in a while after the... Um, one of the producers who had passed away recently, so they had they had they had used his real life likeness, uh, added into the game as his character who, like I said, comes to rescue once in a while. So that would be that's really cool. You think that's really cool, right? Sounds cool. Sounds, yeah. Yeah. Five dollars, please. Okay. Five dollars him to rescue you. Five dollars, for the tribute to the producer DLC. What kind of tribute is that? Right. Sounds kind of shallow. It is extremely shallow. Even more shallow is that they did it for, to like to go to some charity, but only for purchases in the U.S. Hmm. Every time I hear about Shadow of War, I'm just like, I really want to like you, but you're making it hard. 
You're making it very, very hard for me to want to play you. Okay. But You're one of the few I'm looking forward to. Do not mess it up. Do not. Dare I mess it up. Alright, so let's let's try to think of something that might not get messed up. Metroid? Metroid. God, I'm hoping. It's, it's <laughs> getting some really good press right now. Yeah. The press the most of the gaming press has it and they've played it. And the buzz is very good. Uh, people have beaten it, and they're saying that it's one of the better Metroids that they've played. One of the better Metroids in the in the company of Super Metroid, the Prime series, Fusion, Zero, Zero Mission. Mission. Yeah. Oh, so in in Metroid in general, I thought you were talking about like t- type of, typical type of Metroid game. Well, let's run down the list of traditional Metroid Metroid games. Metro one Metroid. Metroid 2 on the G- on the Game Boy, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Metroid Zero Mission. So, like, five. Yep. So there's not very many to compare it to, but saying it's one of the better ones still puts it in the company of Super Metroid. I mean, the, the, the worst ones are clearly Metroid 1 and Metroid 2. Yes. By, by the by the hardware or software alone. Right. And, and no maps. No maps. Um, Weird hit detection. Just really wonky things going on. Things were figured out later on. Right. They got it right from Super Metroid. Yeah. And they tightened up random physics in Zero Mission and Fusion. And this, every everything that I've heard is that people say that this is a definitive version of Metroid 2. One person I heard said that they thought it was better than AM2R. Okay. And AM2R was extremely good. It was. And I didn't put I intentionally left that off that list by the way. And one person said that he thought that this is the hardest Metroid game that they've ever made. I can't think of a Metroid game that was really hard other than one. He said that they're late game enemies that hit you when you have your full suits on for two energy bars. That's- insane amounts of damage but there were enemies in Super Metroid that did that yes I don't know about two energy bars but there were some that did a lot of damage in, in, in Torian there were a lot of enemies that hit you for massive amounts of damage I think you also had a lot more energy in Super Metroid than you have would have in Metroid 2 so it's proportional at that so okay we'll see we'll yeah. see they said that there's a large challenge and there were a lot of game overs when he was playing well that's fine and it's nice because while I really enjoyed Zero Mission, uh, that game was not challenging. It was not. But it was fun to screw around in. Yes. And the sequence breaks in that game are amazing. I love sequence breaking in Metroid. It's part of the, the appeal. Like, if I can't sequence break in a Metroid game, I like you less. Look at you, Fusion. Well, there wasn't much sequence breaking in Metroid 2. No. So. <laughs> it was I mean, very. It was a very. Linear style Metroid, other thing had to do with the limitations in the Game Boy. Right, and I don't know if they're really changing that up too much, but they are allowing you to have links between the areas through a tele a transportation system. So there is a little bit more openness than there was in the original, I, th- I believe, at the very least. Mm. Good. So 
I mean, that, that's one of the games I'm looking forward to, and I, I don't know if you could listen to this cast and not think that the majority of us sitting around are looking forward to that game right. in some way, shape, or form. In a weird way, um, I am also really looking forward to Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, they haven't really, there hasn't been really any mention of it. And it's very weird not hearing anything about it in the short weeks up to its release. <laughs> which I guess kind of speaks to the negative press it's been getting. That may have something to do with it. I mean, I don't think it's going to release quietly. No, I don't think so either. But I think it'll pick up steam over the next couple of months, hopefully. You don't think so? Well, I'm skeptical about the DLC. Oh. And... Uh, I'm skeptical about the production quality of it. You know, there's... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait on it. But I am looking forward to it because I want to see how it ultimately turns out. And I, I kind of want to stay optimistic about it because I want it to be good. Like, I want to play both this and the Dragon Ball Z fighting game. At the same... Not at the same time. That would be difficult. Yeah, it would be difficult. But, like, couldn't, like... I want to be. I want to be. I want to be able to move from one game to another and enjoy them both. Yeah, well, I don't want. I don't want to. Like, I don't want to say I'm going to pick Dragon Ball over Marvel Infinite. I'm like, no. I want them both to be good. Please, the, both of them be good. The DLC situation isn't that ridiculous, but we already know most of what it entails. So. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if, if at least you know know it going in, as opposed to getting it and then having it sprung on you. Yeah. So. I mean. If if Minot is any indication of the ability for Capcom to create a character, maybe we'll be okay. Yeah, I people, mean... The, people who don't like Street Fighter V are receiving that character very well. Between between her and Ed and Colleen and... Let's just forget about... Abigail. Abigail. Even Abigail. People like Abigail for some reason. I can't figure out. Because he's obnoxious? Yeah. It's a big giant thing taking up three fourths of the screen. That's the biggest problem I have with him. <laughs> Honestly, he'd be fine if his hitboxes were poor. Can't even see your health bar because his head is covering it. What? Maybe that's a little extreme. I don't know if that's actually the case or not. <laughs> but he's really big. Can't go spreading the fake news, Andre. Oh, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So you have anything else? No. <laughs> All right. Nope. Uh, it's 2016 all over again. Hey, you already named more games right now than you played new games in all of 2016. I think you're correct. So I, last I refuse year, to put them in the same classification. Last year I played, let's see, I played, I played Doom. I played Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. I did buy Titanfall. Um... I can't remember anything else that was released in 2016 that I played in 2016. I'm sure there's something, but I fail to remember. <laughs> All right, so this fall is looking baller for this you. This fall is looking awesome compared to last fall. Compared to last year. Right. All right. You're right. The entire year. 2016 was garbage. <laughs> you have anything, Anthony? I got a couple of games looking forward to. Um, one of them is um, newly released, Destiny 2. 
Right, just came out this week. Yeah. Uh, hot on the heels of NAC two. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, my, I have a little problem with Destiny two. Um, when it was first being announced, and you was first getting the trailers about it, I was very hype about it. And um, slowly but surely, that hype train has like come to a halt. So, what's killed it for you? Um, I think what's really killed it for me is. Even if I wanted to buy it at the moment, I wouldn't be buying it for a system that I really wanted for. I know I know the PC is not considered an actual game system, but... It's a platform. Yeah, you get my drift. Yeah. Um, PC is not ready yet, nowhere near ready. Oh, it, it's pretty ready. That game looks really I think good. I mean, my yeah. PC. Oh, This okay. guy right here. Um, well, if Theo followed through on his promise and assembled a new PC... For Destiny. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, he wants to. He wants to because it's so good. Well, he wanted to do it for Final Fantasy 15. Oh, okay. That's the reason he wanted to do and it. And it would just be good for both. I yeah. understand. Um, I haven't looked at anything about Destiny 2 since it's been released. I haven't looked at any. Like, I haven't looked at anything yet. I haven't looked. There's not much to look off of it. There's no, like, raids going on. It's just pretty much a story mode and you're doing PvP at the moment. So the reason your your hype for it fell, fell off is because there's... It, it released and it doesn't have any of the content you want. At the moment, and I can't really even if I bought it on console, I can't enjoy it because there's no way for me to play with really on console at the moment for any that's console. A, yeah, that's a that's a big thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's there's a community out there you can dive into, but like, I'm sure you want to play with people you know. Yeah, you know what? I'm tired of playing with assholes that I don't know. I play with assholes that I do know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to NBA 2K18. Um, I thought you were going to skip it this year. I, I was, and um, there have been a lot of trades this summer. A lot of trades, and it's like a lot of interesting trades. I'm like, okay, I want to try this out. And then um, I think this year I'm actually going to play my player. That's the, you know, you create your own character theme that 2K has. Is that new? That's not new for No, it's not new. Now. It's been going on for several years now. Yeah. Um, Every year it's gotten better. It's more, um, it's expanding now. It's more in-depth with your character, how you can build your character. This looks a lot more appealing to me now. Um, a lot more RPG elements to a basketball game, which is kind of fun. Yeah. RPG elements make everything more fun. It does. Except for RPGs. <laughs> That's because they're all RPG elements. <laughs> That's why RPGs need action game elements in them. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to Shadow of War. I'm the opposite of Mr. Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it for its warts. You're seeing its face. Yeah, you know. I mean, you know, I'm seeing it as in, okay. It, 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 from so far, it's given me what I didn't have in the first one. Um, the bigger game, more creatures. Um, it looks it looks fun to play. No, it's gonna be it's it gonna be really, fun. Really does to an extent. I, yeah, I'm just really concerned about how. What they're what they're the way they're trying to monetize it is just gonna drive the game down. And this is becoming a... A trend? A, a, a disturbing trend. A well, distressing like trend. We a, talked about it. A primarily single-player game, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you don't need to buy into any of that stuff. You don't. You uh, don't. I feel like games are going to go to that, that route. Everything's going to be down that route eventually to get extra money that's out why of I'm, That's why I'm kind of hoping this model is not successful. Because I don't want that. I certainly want everything to be that. Maybe once in a while it's okay. 
You know what? I think I think as long as they don't like lock the best gear or and or weapons in games behind stuff like that, I think it'd be probably fine. Well, I don't know how they're gonna do it. I think I think it's a waste, yeah, yeah. for this game. But you know, people are gonna they're gonna try to make maximize on the cash for it. So, well, the release is still a couple months away. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there'll be more news about it. Maybe they can get some good PR on this, get people back on their side. It, I, I will say that it's kind of odd after all of their announcements with uh, Battlefront 2, where there's going to be no no DLC, no paid DLC for characters or maps like that, that they would turn around and have a heavy DLC model for the single player game. Well, maybe that's the way they can make that work for Battlefield, is by squeezing every dollar out of Shadow of War. I guess. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that is it. Yep. Money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah, they're going to try to maximize, just like when DLCs were first around. Let's give you half like, the game. and then... all, all they have to do to make it acceptable is just make it a bonus and not necessary. That's all. Yeah, That's yeah. all I can really ask for. We still have time, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm trying to buy a Switch sometime between now and ending of this year. Well, that's I'm, not going to happen. I'm a hopefully, okay. it will. So I'm looking forward to Mario Odyssey. I haven't played a home console Mario game in a very, very long time. What What is the last one you played? <laughs> um, He's going to say Sunshine. I was thinking maybe Sunshine. You know what's a funny thing? It is the last one I actually played with Sunshine. I knew it. Somehow I knew. I never played any of the you know, Galaxies. You know how I am? It's because you talk about the GameCube sometimes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, didn't, I had a Wii for like two months. If Sunshine was my last impression of a Mario game, I'd never play another Mario game again. Well, <laughs> damn. Well, it's a good thing it wasn't your first impression of a Mario game. You know what? I never played a Galaxies 1 or 2. Me neither. And everything I heard about them is that they were great, but I I didn't have a Wii. And by the time I got my Wii, those games were already in the red boxes. Yeah, the classic, Nintendo classics, right? So. And that's about looking forward to Mario Odyssey. What's much to say about it's a Mario game. <laughs> right. And that's about it. It's kind of a hefty list for you, actually. He didn't even say Forza. He did not. I guess you did not say that. I didn't say Forza because, like I said before, there's so much. There's only so much you can change in a racing game. Yeah, that's it's true. Like the tracks are gonna be the same. The tracks are not gonna change. They're gonna remake new tracks. Um, only thing you can really do to a, in a, a racing game is build your own automobile. Pretty much, add add more performance parts, add more cars, which they're probably not gonna be able to take cars out. Or had hide them behind DLC. You want this car? You, have, you want this car company? You have to buy this DLC for it. It's five wheels. Looks like a UFO. <laughs> Not very aerodynamic. No. How, <laughs> how good would a middle wheel in the car do? Yeah, car not, person. Not good. <laughs> not good at all. <laughs> All right, you heard it, you heard it from the pro. <laughs> like, is this middle wheel gonna be able to turn like the front wheels, or is it gonna be able to be stationary My like car the back has wheels? Four wheel drive, and three of them are in the back. <laughs> oh boy! That's how you make racing games interesting. I guess. <laughs> Wacky car races. Uh, no drive from the left wheel. Yeah. The front left. <laughs> and plus, I'm in a different gaming mindset that I've been in the past couple of years. So, so, all it took was Kyrie getting traded for 
Isaiah Thomas to make it to make you dump Forza and get back on the NBA 2K bandwagon. No, you know what? I'm actually getting it for more mostly the my player. How they expand it, honestly. So what what did they add that caught your interest in this? So my player it. now is pretty much long story short, it's like a mini Grand Theft Auto type thing where you can actually walk around. Yeah, you know. It's like open world. You can actually do press conferences and stuff. Yeah, like, that's actually been around too. Yeah, yeah. they've already had that. So they're turning, they're turning two K into Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if it ever reaches the depths of Yakuza, um, you have like you can, if you're buying any gear for your character, you actually go to the store. Like there's actually a full locker store in the game now. They did a lot of expansion to the game. You know, it's funny when Shenmue allowed you to play other games. I never expected other games to let you play Shenmue. <laughs> I did not expect the way that would go. Everybody's adapting to each other. <laughs> Shenmue truly was revolutionary. Just, oh, no. just in the opposite way. In the way. wrong way. <laughs> That's next year, right? That's oh, who next, knows? It'll yeah. never come out. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to in 2018. but you know. Spider-Man? Spider-Man was not one of them. I'm not. I'm saying but, for me in general. Oh, okay. Kingdom Hearts. That's <laughs> never coming out. God of, God of War. When they said 2018, they forgot to put the days. All right, all right. Over let's, two. Let's save it. Let's save it for December, guys. <laughs> wanna, we don't want to blow our 2018 load in September. Fine. Mm. Fine. Dre. Red Dead. Turn. You didn't say Red Dead either. You didn't say Red Dead. Even though that is That's 2018. Next year. That is. Okay. Yeah, it got delayed. Yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't. <laughs> uh, so you're paying attention most of what I was going to say has been covered by you guys yeah. Metroid Marvel Infinite Mario Odyssey uh, Destiny 2 on PC which I probably would not be getting if not for, this if not for Anthony yeah. so more than likely while it is on my list for 2017 that is, it's not going to be a 2017 game it is not So by the time we get it hopefully we'll have a PC ready There'll yep. be a lot of additional content for it. And it'll feel like a more full game. Yeah. And if it sucks, we'll know. Yeah. <laughs> because it'll be reviewed to death. Exactly. Yeah. See? Never buy MMOs day one. It'll be a great uh it'll be great timing. Yeah. Uh, Metroid I've been excited for since the second they announced it, stealthily after the E three conference. And oh, then like, oh, here it is. <laughs> and then said Oh yeah, it's coming in September. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, they they fall out for us. Marvel Infinite. I mean, it's a, it's yeah, a Marvel your, game. What's so. your take on that? Uh, I'm not the hugest fan of the cut and paste roster. Yeah. But watching gameplay from it, very excited. That's that's what makes me want and to play it because it looks. I like I like the two v two. Um. I I will miss the three v three because that's I felt like that's what made Marvel Marvel for the last. I don't know, 17 goddamn years. And then, like, it's... We, we we played Marvel when Marvel was X-Men versus Street Fighter. Right. So... I mean, we, we played it when it was Marvel. Marvel superheroes? Right. Marvel superheroes. X-Men, Children of the yeah. Atom. <laughs> right. Marvel superheroes. So, like, we went from, we went from one, one-on-one to two-on-two. And we, assorted, we evolved with that. Yeah. So we have this we have this frame of reference for where they're trying to go with this particular Marvel versus game, uh, whereas a lot of people who are 
again, younger than us. You know, because Marvel 2 is like, what, 18 years old now? It's really old. It's old. It's really old. And that was that, that was 3v3. And I guess when we saw that, we're like, how are we going to ever figure out what the hell is happening on screen with all this? We were pretty confused at it. We were at, very confused, at but at the same time, we were amazed by the fact that there were now three characters. Yeah. It's, they scaled us up. They scaled us up with this one, and it blew us away, and it got us hooked, and stayed, Marvel's who stayed relevant for 13 or so years? I mean, it struggled, to be fair, it struggled to stay relevant during a lot of that time, but... And it had no choice. Yeah. It, had, it was basically the only fighting game that was alive. Right. But it was, but it was Marvel. Yeah, but it, but it, it was the right one. Yeah. It was the one people enjoyed watching the most. So now they're scaling this back to 2v2. And a lot of people... I shouldn't say a lot of people. Maybe some people don't have that sort of frame of reference that we had from playing these old Marvel games. Like Marvel's Capcom 1, which had a very smaller smaller roster. A smaller small. roster than Marvel Infinite has, I might add. Much smaller. Much smaller. Is 2v2. The assists were janky. They weren't even really assists. Yeah. And didn't really have what what became like the Marvel style with like the delayed hyper combos, and you know the they uh, had delayed hyper combos. Marvel 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 vs. Capcom one did. Yeah, I do not remember that. I remember had t- having team supers. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. It, uh, it had that, okay. that, that that dual attack thing. Yeah. Yeah. It had that crazy crossover combo thing. Yeah, which is which is cool. Meter. Like, so there's, like, things in Infinite I felt probably could have taken a bit of uh, advice from its older predecessor. Well, I watched a Maximilian video where he was basically saying that there's some insane stuff going on in this game. And he just showed a, a clip, about a, a five-second clip of character player one launching player two. Starting a combo, an air combo, then player two uses the, was basically the, the combo breaker style ability in this game. So for two meters, you can call in your other character, and now you will control your other character, and you can attempt to break up the combo. So it's like a manual combo breaker. Yes. That's awesome. So he, That's a really cool idea. So player two calls in his other character, and then the player one... Goes into super and then switches into his next character. So now you have a random fight going on in the top of the screen in air combo. And you have the actual players playing on the ground trying to break up that air combo. Here's our daily wrestling reference. For anybody who's ever seen a tag team match. (laughs) (laughs) One, a legal man... Sets up other legal bands for his finisher. Partner runs in like, no, I'm going to break this up. And then the other partner... The other partner runs in, trying to stop him from breaking it up. So that's what's happening here. It's exactly what's happening. And Uh, Maximilian is one of the guys whose opinion I trust on this game. Because he was one of the few... um, one One of the few people... One of the few prominent members of the FGC... Prominent might be too strong a word for Maximilian, but he's a figurehead. Omnipresent. He's a figurehead in the FGC. 
Uh, he's one of the few figureheads in the FGC that... One of the few that are not really sh- outright shilling for the game. And is calling it out on some of the flaws. Like, even, like, Yipes, Filipino champ, are getting extremely happy about it. But they're refusing to, they're refusing to like, acknowledge the problems with it. Maximilian has released several content, content videos about the flaws in this game. So anything, anything positive he has to say about this game, I will listen to it. Mm-hmm. I will maybe not take him entirely at his word, but I'll, I'll give him a, uh, I'll give him more of a benefit of the doubt than he will some, somebody else, really. Well, I mean, all I needed to see in action was something like that to realize that there's a there's the onion layer of Marvel that we expect, yeah, and it's there. there. There's, there's a ridiculous thing happening, and there it is. It's there. Yeah. So all we need is to have that game out in the wild, and then people will come up with this ridiculous thing. Because you know that they have all those, the Marvel 3 uh, delayed hyper combo setups where you use a character that has a really short super to come in in the middle of a character that has a really long super. Yes. So that you can I've then... You know, do your own combo and set up on top. That's every delayed hyper combo in this game is that. That is, yeah, because because that was like kind of janky the way they that would end up. It was like a Marvel three, right? Like you'd have to miss something on purpose, and you don't have to do that. That's just how it is in this game. Mm-hmm. Is that your delayed hyper combo isn't you come in with a super? It's you come in and you can do whatever you want. I'm concerned that it, every time I every time I hear something cool about this game, I get concerned that. This is one of those things that has a good game with a lot of bad polish. That could have been a lot better if the production was kept in the oven a little longer. And that and the DLC plan is really where I feel Marvel Infinite will fall apart. Well, I mean, we'll see where it goes at this point, uh... I'm not a fan of the DLC plan, but I mean, we can only beat it with a stick so much uh, until we actually just see what happens. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm all for more characters being added to this game. Yeah. I love it, but not day one. Absolutely not day one. Well, I mean, you know, Capcom is the king of on-disc DLC, so. Yeah. I mean, this is just them. You know, we, we choose to give them the money. This is their business practice. Now, now, you might be calling me a hypocrite because PC version of Tekken 7 had a DLC character that was pre-order entirely until a few months later. It was only one. Only one character. Um, but yeah, the principle's still still there. I'm not really sure about what it was in the console version, but for, the, for PC, like Eliza was not available right away unless you pre-ordered. And this is yeah. this is just kind of the going rate for most games yeah. that have these rosters. Like, the the one game that I'm going to say that's different than a little bit out of what you guys said what coming up uh, will do the same thing. Uh, I, so I touched on Destiny two for a second, Marvel Infinite, uh, Metroid, Samus Returns, Mario Odyssey because I out of the three people here I do own a Switch. So yeah, I, yes, you have different perspective on that than all the rest of us here. So. I will get it, and while I my last traditional Mario 3D game was Mario Sunshine, uh, I am aware that uh, Galaxy and Galaxy 2 were significantly better games than Mario Sunshine, which is 
garbage. Is it really that bad? I enjoyed it for what it was when it was it gets, out. It, it, it's too difficult for what it is. It's it's frustratingly difficult. The the best part fun. about Mario is feeling like you have good control over him, and the water pack thing was not a very good controlling thing. The water hover was imprecise. Actually using it to shoot things was weird. It Also not very Mario-like gameplay. I don't know. It, it didn't jive with me. I did not really enjoy it when I was playing it. It felt, it, like, it felt like a... It felt like Mario trying to be a Sonic game. It was just weird. Yeah, was. The, the best parts of the game were when they took the the flood pack away from you. And there was just various bonus levels that you just yeah. played it straight up like Mario 64 style. And those were the best parts of the game. And they were just so few and far between you had to work so hard to get to them. They were hard, though. And they were hard, but they were gratifying. Yeah. Uh, so the one thing that I have different than you guys, WWE 2K18, uh, because I don't know. I can't tell you why I got so interested in this. When's the last WWE game you owned? 2K15. That's okay. <laughs> How active were you playing that? Lightly. Yeah. It was, my fr- it was the first game I got with the PlayStation 4. Okay. And I didn't really play it... Uh, I'd imagine it's as soon as I got something else, I wasn't playing. I imagine it's discouraging opening up a wrestling game and not seeing all the thousands of things you've created. Yeah, it's hard. It, it, that's definitely hard because yeah. then you, you realize the time constraint of the thirty some odd characters that you need to create in this game with bad loading time. Yep. <laughs> and we put in work. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. Two uh, K eighteen has very similar. Uh, locked characters behind pre-order and stuff like Kurt Angle is locked behind pre-order yeah and that's kind of a nice character to have yeah it is yeah it is and they have several characters that are locked behind the special edition version of the game which is called the seen enough wow version yeah so that's that's WWE co-opting a phrase that from the marks (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't quite remember who's there, but there, it was about like four or five characters that were locked behind it. Uh, probably some NXT guys. No, uh, there were some legends, and uh, contemporary legends, type of characters. They, not to say Eddie Guerrero specifically, but like an Eddie Guerrero level character. Yeah. So, so like somebody who was humongous in the. I, be- I believe yeah. RVD is one of them. Rob Van Dam, really? RVD is locked in the Seen Enough edition. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the this is the this is a similar model because WWE 2K and and when it was SmackDown versus Raw, they did this the same thing that Capcom is pretty much doing, which is we have a character you get for pre-ordering, and then there's going to be all these new characters that you get. As DLC comes out, and there's like three or four phases of DLC each year. Uh, so it, it's like I said before, you know what you're getting into when you get it, at least. Yeah. So you can be prepared for it. Uh, I just watched a couple of videos in IGN. Glitch videos? No. <laughs> they were revealing the roster. Ah. And it was some marvelous acting. We'll put marvelous in air quotes. Marvelous acting by Corey Graves and uh, Renee Young. 
It's pretty bad. <laughs> the the was Deputy Dango there. Fan, uh, the fashion police were there. Yes. On the fourth episode. But the I love video games. Rips up in shirt. <laughs> it's like they're in the ring and they're talking and it's it's all right and then they go and say okay here's who's coming out and it's clearly voiced over the people who are being when they're introducing the characters to the point where Corey Graves will be like making his first appearance Fandango <laughs> wait there's two different sounding clips here the big disparity in the voice acting yeah, yeah so the the production was a little weird but watching those videos I guess really just got me excited for the game which I, I guess you know is their purpose yes so, good job <laughs> with your weird production values good job you got so, you sometimes got that's all the charm you need to make it work and I hope Creative Finisher is back because it kind of took that out from the past few years and that needs to come back in probably not they don't tend to add features they take out well, you know what? Christian's in the game, so I have my finisher. Oh, is that why you wanted? Oh, that's your finisher. Okay. That's why you wanted. Bring us, bring us Edge and Christian Season 2. Make that happen. Well, maybe they're just too busy on their podcast. They have a good podcast. Not better than ours, though. It's not better than ours in regards to video games. Yes. We have a better video game podcast than Edge and Christian. Yeah! We have a better video game podcast than Edge and Christian. It's a good thing they don't try to do video games because they'd probably beat us too. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we spent the first half of this talking about not video games. Yeah. We have jobs. Well, on that note, 2016, I'm sorry, wow, I'm sorry. Was last year. Was last year. 2017, looking like it's going to close out pretty well. Uh, Quite honestly, though, I don't see anything unseating Zelda as game of the year. You're probably right. I mean, we, uh, I think the only competition it had was in Red Dead Redemption. And that got pushed out, and that's pretty much it. That's why it got pushed back. so that it could so win its own yeah what's gonna come on next year to beat Red Dead Redemption if it's like if it's really good I don't know exactly <laughs> it's not like we know anything that's coming out in 2018 nothing's uh, coming out actually what we have to do is watch the PS3 conference and we'll know everything that's coming out in 2018 oh hey hey I'm sorry I said PS3 PS4 <laughs> no I know I understood what you meant okay because <laughs> they're re-releasing all these PS3 games. You're right. You were unintentionally correct. And you know that's right. I'm never correct, so I'll take anything I can get. Why don't you be correct for a change? Okay. Tell, so us, you... where, tell us where we can find them. Tell us where they can find us. Wait, who can find what? Tell us where they can find us. Okay, they can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, our Reddit page, uh, the Instagram page. Did, Anthony, do you Snapchat? Yes, I do. See, I told you. Damn. I told you. I told him. Damn. <laughs> and we'll have Anthony do our Snapchat. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
that's what you get for telling the truth. You know I can just delete this app right now. Go ahead. Go do ahead. it. <laughs> We're too old for Snapchat anyway. I'm too old for everything. <laughs> EvilAvatar.com. And with that, we'll see you next week. 4205 cast off. <laughs>